Happy Friday and uh, welcome. Maria and Julia, show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Got a good show lined up for you today. Where were the gals uh, about town? Where were they last night? Here's your. Yeah. That was us. That was them. That was us bringing luck to the Minnesota Wild as they beat the Dallas Stars. Oh, my mm. word. The smell of testosterone was heavy on the corner of uh, West 7th and Kellogg. Right? It was unbelievable. Lori sends me a text. Julia, get over here to the Eagle. There's like a thousand men here. I'm like, oh, okay. It really is it's a manapalooza. Yeah, yeah, it's 80% guys. Mm-hmm. And of all all types and 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 whatever. But it was so, it was, it was really fun i hadn't been to a wild game in uh, several years and i i forgot how much i do love the whole sound of the sticks and the pads and i you know i like the whole game it's fun and it's fast it's It's fun to watch and we got to see two slap shot goals last slap shot i'll tell you what she was saying slap Slap shot shot goals goals, slap shot i love when they just wind up and take that slap i know right in the upper net it was so fun yeah it was really fun that, you know, and we were in the suite with um, Mike mm-hmm. and some of our other new best friends. Yes. It really was fun. On and, the 50-yard line or whatever yeah. the equivalent is, uh, right in the, the center. Red line. The red yeah. line, right and on the red line. And sitting right next to us in the suite is the owner of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And the governor of Wisconsin was there last night. So there were a lot of security people around. Yeah. Um, I was gleeful about uh, Scott Walker's hair. I was very glad. Well, because we could see from the back, he's got a, an amazing bald spot. Amazing bald oh. spot. And but it's just so... Shoe polish black. Yeah. Mm. It, it's just amazing. But it was really kind of funny because someone we were with kept saying, Green Bay Packers stink. <laughs> oh, Green Bay Packers stink. <laughs> I'm sure they must... We, yeah, oh, yeah. They go to something it like that so in the funny. crowd. Yeah. But anyway, they. I don't know if they've cinched it yet. I mean, they don't have a playoff position yet, I don't think. So these last few games are extremely important. Right. They, they don't... It's not cinched yet. Right. But last it's, it's night... It's likely, but it's not yeah. 100%. I feel fun. like we brought them good luck. Yeah, I do too, mm-hmm. Joey. I, I like how you talk. Well, speaking of sports, so it's yes. the f- final four is this weekend. For both men and women. Does that usually happen? I don't think so. And it's Easter week. I mean, it's just kind of like a weird... I don't know that this usually happens. I feel like they're would be two different weekends. Yeah, I don't know. But I think I, there used to be, but I, I think they I believe they changed it. Why? Well, I don't know. I think maybe the women thought by the, the weekend after the men, there was less interest. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. well, all right. All right. Well, listen, there's AB, a lot to watch. ABC was just it was a sports palooza this morning uh, on ABC with it everything. Really wasn't. Robin <laughs> is such a basketball fan. She used to play basketball. Yes, cover basketball yeah. and all of that. So let's just play this little story we have about the final four countdown. The stage is set in the Alamo City. Villanova, Kansas, Michigan, and Loyola Chicago ready to battle in the Final Four. 11-seeded Loyola Chicago looking to upset mighty Michigan. Leading the Ramblers, Clayton Custer and Ben Richardson, lifelong friends and teammates. With Team Chaplin and super fan Sister Jean cheering them on, the dynamic duo looking to add more magic to Loyola's Cinderella run. Trying to play spoiler, the Michigan Wolverines, with the help of their inspiring student coach, Austin Hatch. Surviving two airplane crashes, either luck is on your side, or there's some sort of divine intervention in your life. 
Hatch lost his family in the crashes and suffered a traumatic brain injury himself. But the Wolverines honored their scholarship offer to the former high school star anyway. He's now a key resource on the sideline. For Kansas star Yudoka Azabuki, the Jayhawks matchup against Villanova is shaping up to be a special reunion. The 18-year-old's mother, Florence, trying to see her son play for the first time, working with Kansas officials to make the trip from Nigeria after being granted a travel visa. Azabuki's mom, who sent her son to the U.S. years ago for his safety, is hoping to arrive just in time for Saturday night's game. That's cool. And while sister Jean gets Loyola Chicago ready for Michigan, Villanova is also hoping to have a little faith on their side. God bless sister Jean. Uh, she is uh, just wonderfully refreshing for college sports, but I'm rooting for Villanova. <laughs> Team chaplain, Father <laughs> Bob Hagen, one of the school's <laughs> associate athletic directors, and a fixture on the Wildcat sideline. You really build relationships and friendships, and so seeing them succeed, it, it brings you great joy. There we go. There you go. No kidding. So anyway, I know what Casey will be doing this oh, weekend. I on. suppose I'll, I'll just peek at the last five minutes. Of um, all the games, there it's yeah. There's just two only games. Two games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah to we're down to. But there's four if you're watching the women's final four and the men's yeah, final okay, four. Okay. There you okay, go. Okay. So the big game is isn't it Loyola Michigan Saturday night? Well, they both play Saturday. Yeah. They, it's a doubleheader. Mm-hmm. Oh, but aren't they playing against each other? Well, they are. Those two are, and they'll be yeah, followed. That's by a b- the yeah. Kansas that's a big game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! So uh, okay, Julia. Before yes, we go, dear. before we go to the break, I am so in love with this new free form. Formerly ABC Family, show that aired last night, Siren. I started watching it. Okay. I, it, it, it was. Tell me why you're so in love. Because okay. we, it, first of all, mermaids. mermaids. Okay. And Check. not, and not mermen like we were talking to yesterday <laughs> in the 545 yeah. hour, which was classic if anyone wants to hear us on demand. Classic. <laughs> no, mermaids. Okay. Check. Yeah. Um, Hot guys. Uh, great acting. Diversity in the cast. Anyone and, good looking that yes, we like? Yes. And factual information. And government. What's, what's the what's factual? factual? Oh, oh is this like historical fiction with well, mermaids? No, but there have been... <laughs> Too many stories about mermaids for there not to be just a little bit of that there oh. could have possibly, and they've it, been fished no, out. Lori? What do you mean they've been no, fished out? No, it's historical fiction now, Donnie, <laughs> for mermaids. We haven't tapped into the genre yet. <laughs> so, I'm so excited I, that we I have a new historical fiction yes. genre. Fished out of what? Just wait till we figure out how they have sex. And that's oh, really when it's going to go. Oh, I mean, it was just the mermaids are here, and they. It, I'm <laughs> telling you, it was. Do they do they get feet when they hit land? That's what I want to know. It's mon- female monster renaissance because these mermaids oh, are, are. What a period! I mean, <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> female Sometime monster before renaissance. and after that other thing, and the government has one of them. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> But do they keep it in a tank? I saw this. Yes, they Julia. kept it in a tank. It hit a bird. Yes, and and she and her mermaid sister have been separated. Oh, I, Ariel <laughs> is still in the sea. I know it sounds crazy, but I I'm here for it. I love this. It reminded oh, me of that show that was on. I feel like ABC Family when they were on the island, and it was sort of a modern take of ten uh, ten little Indians where someone gets killed and people kept 
keep disappearing. Harper's Harper's Bay Islander, oh, yeah, Harper's yeah. Cove, or something, something yeah, like that. Remember we watched yeah, it, we loved it. We did. It was even Cassidy's daughter, yeah. Katie, yeah, yeah. was it in. It was a Canadian production. Yes, I remember it was. back before that was popular. Julia, this is in the same <laughs> genre. I am here for it. I'm telling you, it was tense. It was good, oh. and uh, and and yeah, the mermaids are. There are are they hot mermaids? Yeah, but they're they have jagged teeth when they're in the water, and they they eat sharks and people and. Okay, here's what I want to know: when they opened up the people? cage, because I watched the first fifteen. Oh, minutes. wasn't it good? When they opened up the cage, yeah. Did she have feet or a tail? The mermaid. She, she had a tail. So on land, she has a tail. They put. They kept her in water. There's oh. another one who got up on land, who got her legs, but she's very scaly. <laughs> one Is she kind of tippy when she walks? No, but she's got real intense cheekbones and weird eyes. Okay. Oh my gosh! So the legs just appeared. Yeah, I, Donnie, tail? I don't know. I only watched one hour of the two-hour premiere, oh my but gosh. I was oh. totally hooked. All I was missing was the popcorn. Oh, all right, we got to go. That's a historical oh. mermaid fiction. Yeah. It's from that period of time yeah. where the mermaids had their yeah. renaissance. Where's my sister? Mm-hmm. Somewhere before and after yeah. something other else happened. Oh, all Lord. right, thank Our, you for the review. Oh, Freeform got, should be paying a you. Uh, I'm telling you. The oldest teenager. Yeah, yes. here we go. When we come back, our story, we can't get Hi, everybody. Thanks oh. for hanging out with us on this uh, pleasant Good Friday. Hope people have a good Passover and a happy Easter. Yeah. And, um, well, lots know. of family time this weekend. Yeah, you yeah. know, we were talking before the break about your new favorite historical fiction mermaid show, Sirens and Freeform. Oh, Julia, so I'm, good. I'm looking. I just went to um, TVLine.com and mm-hmm. um, they want people to grade it. And so I'm weighing in mm-hmm. and grading it. And Did you I give g- it an A. I gave it an A, even though I only watched part of it. 48% of people are giving it an A, about 26 a B and 18 a C. So, so people really liked it. Yeah, I'm telling um, you, it was so good. Yeah, so that's going to be something. And Lori, during the break, wanted us to know that there are a lot of um, facts <laughs> to support her historical Julia, fiction claim about Ju- mermaids. Julia, they, they, they are present. <laughs> Listen, the reality of mermaids was assumed during medieval times. They show up all the time. Sure. Okay, which is why... It's a lot of men getting uh, sunstroke out in ships. No, but and imagine yeah. women floating around out there. Maybe, but that's why the Renaissance added the mermaids, because they were so... Prevalent uh, in art and Any coastal things. town, okay. there were mermaids. I mean, the little mermaid, the you know, Hans Christian Andersen. I mean, that is Is that the, what it's based on? Yes. I didn't even know that. Yes, Julia. I mean, look at that. Look how behind I am on my... Um, also, Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah. Also, there's, you know, um, yes, by the 1800s, f- fakers were churning out fake mermaids all over the place. Oh, they were. Terrible. Oh, yeah, that is true. But in the modern mermaid, you know, um, world. Yes, I, I'm looking at live science right now, and they say that modern mermaid reports are very rare, but they do occur. Mm-hmm. For example, in 2009, some people in an Israeli coastal town mm-hmm. saw a mermaid at sunset. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't an optical the, illusion on the no, water. No, the town's the tourism board was delighted with their fame and offered a million dollar reward for the first person to photograph the creature, but no one was able ever able to Imagine. do it. Imagine. Funny. 
And Imagine then, that that didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, now the National Oceanic and Atmospheric <laughs> Administration. NOAA. Yes. They Thank have, you, they put up a statement <laughs> in 2012 after Animal Planet did this amazing mermaid special <laughs> saying, oh, no. Documentary. Yes. It was a fake documentary, but it was oh. so realistic. People believed it. So oh. they had to put up a statement. No mermaids. Oh. So are the mermaids with the Bigfoots? No, well, uh, there's think, a temple in Japan that claims to have mermaids' remains located in their temple that washed but up. That on, are buried. The, n- yes. <laughs> I mean, there are but Disney movies, Starbucks. <laughs> Look at that lady's a mermaid. It's a logo. Well, okay, but she's a mermaid. <laughs> it's no, got to be. True. And it may be the next time you look in the ocean waves. Okay. Close enough. Close your eyes. It's yeah. not a shark. It's a mermaid. That would be a delightful They did finding. say that sometimes that sailors would mistake mermaid or really? mermen for, for like manatees or some of the walruses or something like that. Well, they oh, the walruses. I don't know. Something Very like that. Huh? I think the sailors were into the grog. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Oh, sunstroke. There's a famous story, uh, Captain Edward Snow. He, <laughs> oh, him. <laughs> he wrote okay. a book. Calling all mermaid specialists. But, Lori, you've been fascinated with mermaids because I know you like the movie Mermaids with Cher. And yeah, look well, at Ariel. At, and you like yeah. Splash. Yeah. <laughs> with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. Yes, I'm and very And you like the little the mermaid. Yeah. So this is very exciting. It really is. So the, the TV show we're talking about is Siren. Siren. It premiered last night on Freeform, and people can watch it on demand, because that's what I tried to do last yeah. night. It was just too late to get into it, because yeah. I was obsessed last night with Scandal. Oh. Oh, did you watch it? Julia, I'm oh. going to get caught up this weekend. Oh. Because we're, we're coming down to the oh, end. Oh, yeah, there's I only think, four left. It yeah. was... So good. All right. Moving right along. Okay. Moving right along. So there, you know, we talked about these two big uh, Elton John tribute albums that are coming out with other artists covering Elton John's songs. And um, so here is Lady Gaga. This will be on one of the albums. Okay. All kinds of people are doing Elton John songs, but here's... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lady Gaga getting behind the piano for a cover of your song. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. I'm not one of those. 
Guys like I want to keep hearing Fair it. Enough. I was a sculptor, but what? But then again, no. <laughs> he just wants to do that. Which does it in the original. So Elton John selected people to do each of the songs. Yeah, and you know why I like it? I mean, I, I it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Um, she over enunciates yeah. a lot. I think, but it um, just shows you how great his original is. Yeah. How hard the way he sings your song it is to top. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm curious when we hear whoever does Benny and the Jets. Yeah. That's uh. Well, that's Elton with Pink and Logic. Oh, oh that would be amazing. I feel like that yeah. is going to be so amazing. Re- I like it because I like a cover, but it's okay. Okay. All I right. give it a B. All right. So here's hmm. another one that uh, uh, the album's coming out next week. Cardi B is her upcoming invasion of privacy. She dropped a new song. It's called Be Careful. So it's coming out a week ahead of the release. This is flat out. She is warning her cheating fiance in this single. Let's play it. I gave you everything was mine is yours. I want you to live your life, of course. But I hope you get what you're dying for. Be careful with me. Do you know what you're doing? Who's feelings that you're hurting and bruising? You gon' get the whole world, but is it worth the girl that you lose and be careful with me? Yeah, it's not a threat, it's a warning, be careful with me. Yeah. It sounds like an old school organ yeah, in the background kinda, almost. Kinda, I kind of so like it. That's Offset uh, of Migos, and I think he's the father of her child, and he is her fiancé. And, and he, he steps on out her. on her, and so she's... Be careful. Yeah, well, that's a good way to get buzz for the album, too, is 100%. to drop that. Yeah, so so that's good. And then... Um, we won't have time for the weekend. We won't? Oh, okay. Because I want to hear we'll that one. Back to uh, when we come back, yeah, we'll do the weekend, and he does take a dig at her reunion with Justin Bieber in this new... Her being in his... His ex-girlfriend? Yeah. Well, going... Yeah, you'll hear the lyrics. Yeah, Selena and Bieber. And uh, so we'll have that audio when we come back from the weekend. The song's called Hurt You. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon would be Good Friday and Happy Passover and also National Doctors Day. Those are some of the hashtags on Twitter trending. We also have over on Google trending Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's because Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are giving an interview for Entertainment Weekly talking about maybe possibly a third Bill and Ted movie. I'm not sure. Also trending online this afternoon, The Weeknd and Selena Gomez. The Weeknd has a new EP out and apparently he's spilling his heart about the failed relationship he had with Selena Gomez. Also, Miley Cyrus is trending. She is posing in an Easter-themed pictorial 
including little bunny ears, and she's also sitting on the lap of the Easter bunny, you know, as one does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also trending some new offerings on Netflix, including the latest series or season of a series of unfortunate events. That stars Neil Patrick Harris. That's what's trending here at my talk. Here's your forecast. Uh- Lori's rewriting history. <laughs> yes. Listen, mm-hmm. I, what can I say? I read the entire Grimm's fairy tale book. I mean, all of those fairy tales. Like I by the time I was them. through sixth grade, I, know. I was obsessed with all that kind of fantastical I know. stuff. I know you didn't have anything else going, but on. I did have things I going on. So I you. just I love it that you love to read so much. Okay, yes. So let's get back to the weekend. Okay, oh, and then we're okay. going to check in. And this, with we're talking music, music, and then we're going to talk about uh, uh, the uh, what's happening happening with uh, that. Lady over at Fox who decided that she was going to take on one of the Parkland kids and uh, not a good time for her. Troll him and burn him, despite the fact he's 17 year old. Uh, Anyway, but here's the weekend. So his new album, My Dear Melancholy, that's the name of the album. I kind of love it. Is out. Have you heard a lot of the songs? I I like the weekend. Okay, so this is his new song called Hurt You. And I will just say. That he is wearing his heart on his sleeve as he's singing specifically about Selena, who reunited with her ex, Bieber, days before their split was even made public. Lines like, guess I was just another pit stop till you made up your mind. You just wasted my time. I said I didn't feel nothing, baby, but I lied. I almost cut a piece of myself for your life. Ooh. That's about Selena. Oh, 100%. So let's play Hurt You. You try to fill the void with every man you meet Cause you're upset with me I'm wanting you Cause all the nights you slept alone dry in your arms And all the nights you thought about taking your life Cause if it's love you want again, don't waste your time But if you call me up in you more side He's kind of, but he also on the line. I almost cut a piece of myself for your life. The fans are saying, "Is was he going to give her a kidney?" Oh, Oh, (laughs) interesting. But then the line is, um, "When you're with him, I know you think about me." So he's kind of maybe because that was always the ghost in their relationship was Bieber, right? His music starts to kind of sound the same. Yeah, well, it we've does, seen him in concert, and yeah. they all sound alike, right, basically. But I thought, I mean, when I first heard him, and oh, he yeah, had no, those he's 50 so Shades of Grey, he really has some great mm. music out there that's yeah, exceptional. Different. This kind of feels like his other stuff, too. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't feel like it has a new beat, and it, it wouldn't be easy to dance to. Yeah, all right. Well, Maybe all right. to do other things, too. Uh, I, 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 I his hear His music, you. I think, is sexual music. Seriously. 
very. It's, 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 got it's on the sex tape. Techno R and B love making. It music. is. It's totally <laughs> on the. It's yeah. on the yeah. sex music okay. list. Um, okay, so yesterday we were talking about Laura Ingraham over at uh, Fox. And I, guess, even, I guess it is Ingram. Ingram. That's what I thought. Okay, I've been I'm calling sorry. Ingram. I don't know who Ingram well, she spells was. it that way, but it's okay. Ingram. Ingram. Laura Ingram never liked her. She was on radio for a long time, and she was just a real see you next Tuesday. Just always. Kind of like Ann Coulter, just crazy screaming, you know, and yeah. just being deliberately like Sean Hannity was, who was one person when we I was off the air with him and you were gone and then yep. he came in studio. And as soon as the mic came on, the Sean Hannity persona came out. It was just right. the most. So, so just kind of outrageous and salacious and saying stuff. That's, that, that's that, what pays. Yeah. And so she has this TV gig and she just has always just not been a nice person. So anyway, she let's play. I, hopefully this story ties up the whole thing and okay. I don't have to re-explain everything. The students here at Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School who were taking on the powerful gun lobby may have just realized the power at their internet fingertips. This is a David and Goliath story, and as you'll see, it appears David has won. This morning, 17-year-old Parkland shooting survivor David Hogg is winning his fight with Fox News host Laura Ingram. Welcome to the Ingram Angle. On Wednesday, Ingram tweeted a story from a conservative news site that described Hogg as a gun rights provocateur. Ingram writing, David Hogg rejected by four colleges to which he applied and whines about it. Hogg, who has more than 600,000 Twitter followers, encouraged his supporters to boycott advertisers sponsoring Ingram's show. In just two days, at least eight sponsors now say they're either pulling their ads or have no plan to buy ads in the future, some not giving a specific reason. Wayfair writing in part, the decision of an adult to personally criticize a high school student who has lost his classmates in an unspeakable tragedy is not consistent with our values. I reached Hogg by phone late last night. If you call out me or my friends, we aren't going to go after you because we aren't as immature as that. We're going to go after the money because that's where it hurts them the most. Tweet me at Ingram Angle. Keep it nice. Ingram apologized, tweeting on reflection in the spirit of Holy Week. I apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet caused him or any of the brave victims of Parkland. I don't accept her apology and I don't think it was sincere. Since the massacre at Parkland, as the calls for gun control have gotten louder, so have the personal attacks on social media. Leslie Gibson, a Republican candidate for Maine State House, was forced to drop out of the race after he called Hogg a moron and a bald-faced liar. One of Hogg's teachers, Greg Pittman. Is there something we learn by what's happened here with Laura Ingram that applies to the bigger fight? I think that these other guys better look out because these kids have a lot of power and they don't like it. David Hogg says what he's learned in this back and forth with Laura Ingram at Fox is that they're really ready for the much bigger fight now. The bigger fight, of course, to restrict the sale of some weapons in this country, like an AR-15. Okay, can I just tell you something? Mm-hmm. As a as an adult, mm-hmm. okay, to call this Leslie Gibson who is running for something, to call this student who's a senior in high school a moron and a liar yeah, is so uncomprehensible to me. Yeah. It's just, but it's stupid. I mean, it's... You, you, yeah, it's, you can't. I can't even imagine an adult. I When you told us the story about the woman in the the powerful walk here last Saturday, mm-hmm. which was everywhere, the, you know. Yeah, the 14-year-old yeah. girl. 
and who lost five of her classmates. I listened to something about someone who has post-traumatic stress um, over, she was part of a, one of these mass shootings, but she was at the University mm-hmm. of Virginia. Remember? We were oh on air. Gosh, that was kind yes, of the yes, first Virginia one. Yeah. And she just said, Fireworks. No, that wasn't the first one. No, though. but yeah. I mean, fireworks, um, mm-hmm. popping sounds, something dropping fast. Um, so many different things because you don't know if you're under attack or not yeah. and how it affects everything in your life. And one of the things that I think these kids are doing is because it was such a shocking and traumatic thing that, that one of the ways that they're healing is doing something. Do, right, which it, is so amazing. Yeah, and when uh, Laura said, I apologize for any upset or hurt my tweet cause, you know, on reflection in Holy Week, I'm like, lady, sit She's down. trying to use an excuse. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be a good person this week because it's Holy Week. Harvey Levin from TMZ, because that's where, you know, they had caught this kid landing at LAX. Oh, David Hogg? Yes. And they said, what are you doing in town? And some about college or anyway. And he just said, oh, yeah, it's really it's really hard to get into college. He wasn't even whining. So Harvey Levin was a guest and he tweeted at Laura Ingram. He said, David wasn't whining. I called him about the story. He wasn't feeling sorry for himself in the slightest. It was my idea that colleges should consider applicants who have other commitments that they're doing that are outside of what the scope of what you sure is usually just acceptable. Test scores and the GPA. And then he's like, "Did you even watch the video before you linked it and sent it out?" Right. Because they right. had the raw footage, mm, yeah, you know, of yeah. him. So, anyway, he this David he tweeted her back. He said. Um, he said, your apology in an effort to save your advertisers is not enough. I will only accept your apology if you denounce the way your network has treated my friends and I in this fight. It's time to love thy neighbor, not mudsling at children. Yeah, that's well said. I think these kids and the joy, I mean, this is where we really see social media working in a positive the, and these way. these kids it's were amazing. born on the internet. Yeah. I mean, eight of the 12 <laughs> sponsors have yeah. already said either we're out right now or we're not renewing, Yeah, which is huge. And and if, the, if they can have this kind of an impact, I think it's huge. But Laura, you also showed me an interesting thing that they posted about the amount of money the NRA gives to certain politicians. They tweet, yeah, they tweeted out the members of Congress who received uh-huh. the most financial support from mm-hmm. the NRA. John McCain Kings, is number one. Number one. Almost eight million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Richard Burr, Roy Blunt, mm-hmm. you know. And then the NRA the said their contributions have been up since Parkland. You yeah. know, it's, it's, I just think how you were adults here. These are children that have been through the most traumatic the, experience. Like, this is where we it. are. People are just like angry, angry animals. Sh- angry animals. But, but, but the kids. I love how, what these kids are doing. Yeah, they're amazing. These yeah. and if these guys are going to be who's going to represent us in the future, I'd be pr- I'm proud of them. You and know? let's face it, Laura is oh. 54, and David Hogg and Emma Gonzalez are, they are 18, 17, 17, Jeez. 17. So they're going to be here a lot <laughs> longer, longer than, yeah. than she will um, yeah, right. than yeah. other people. And yeah. you always have to have look to the young, you know, younger people to get things done. And they have said, you know, I mean, it's incredible they've had death threats and been smeared and terrible things have been said about them i kind of i busted a family member spreading a a lie about somebody you know in this group the parkland yes and it is causing such a big upset in our family i'm telling you i sometimes i curse that facebook 
Yeah. I know your family has kind of struggled with that. I, I saw a lot of people. Julia, I think a lot of people because with the advent of Facebook right. and it was so heated in My 2016. My sisters are too lazy to be on it, so we don't have much family but, struggle. But You're people lucky. people know about what other people think that before you might not have known or exactly. wouldn't have come up because everyone knew that it had a family thing. You don't bring it up to Yeah, you're right. This. And I remember being exercising once and someone was posting all this bad stuff and I'm like, I stand by you. I don't even know. You know, I didn't want to know this about you kind of thing. You know? Right. All right. Listen, when we come back, it is, oh, we have got to get caught up on the Royals. And the big uh, thing is what tiara is Meghan Markle going to wear? All right. And Warren Beatty is 81. Wow. I know it. Oh, gosh. Tell, wow. Tell the people what to look at on the website for Celine. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. This, what is it? Her fashion. Her fashions. 37 photos. And remember the Oscars when she yep. wore the backward Backwards. white tux yep. with the hat? Mm-hmm. Button. Yeah. And that outfit that she wore just last year at the American Music Awards, that white. Amazing. Amazing sort of architectural gown. Yes. It's really, yeah. Take a look at it if you love Celine. And uh, MC Hammer is 55. Double nickels. I like it. Yeah. I like it like that. that. Those are the. All right. So we've got, you've got some royal news. What is going on? Okay. So um, I would, would not a magical day be a day in the, the jewelry vault oh, in the London Tower, the, the which Tower is of London, yeah, mm-hmm. or something. Where, wherever Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth keeps all of her jewels, the vault. I just in ma- imagine just trunks of just it's like the olden and, days, like yeah, pirate booty. Yes. Okay. So, um, and and she does. There's many historic pieces of jewelry that the Queen takes out of circulation for years at a time and then brings them out. Like she really busted out the last time we saw a lot of stuff that we hadn't seen in years and years was that the special. No, when oh. um, the still the Jubilee yes. of her oh, 70, yes, yes. 75th that Jubilee. whole yeah. year. She was just sparkling. She was sparkling. bedazzled. Yeah. We saw many that haven't been seen on anybody mm-hmm. in just years. And so um, Megan Markle, of course, will be, Provided a tear for her wedding day, so Ooh. the 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 British papers okay. are going crazy. Of course, there are lots and lots of tiaras in the jewelry vault, and there's for sure she will not wear the same tiara that Kate wore. Oh, of course not. Okay, that's a that's a given. Mm-hmm. And it'll um, be smaller. Well, the one that I think that she's going to wear, but Prince Harry will have to ask his uncle, the Earl of Spencer is the Spencer Tierra, the one we saw at the Mall of America, the one Princess Diana wore when she got married to Prince Charles. So, mm, so Catherine okay didn't that? wear that mar- wear that when she married William Earl. The Earl of Spencer right. belongs to the Spencer right. family. They had they, they had story uh, me. It's yes. an amazing tiara. It's an amazing tiara. Yes. It's really like a kapow. And so she would, you know, Megan would have to. Ha- Harry would have to ask that. Right. And I think the Earl of Spencer, her brother, would say yes. It would be a way of having Diana wear, wearing yeah. the Spencer tiara. So that's what I think. Her, yeah. yeah, I think it would be. Uh, the lovely way, but the queen doesn't own that one. She owns lots and lots of other uh, tiaras. There's the 
Cambridge Lovers Knot. There's the Cartier Halo Tiara. There's oh the Strathmore Rose Tiara. Well, and remember and the what, Lotus Flower Tiara. Oh, and remember what the Queen said on that documentary where we just got a little piece of her talking. She said it's very difficult to wear a tiara. They're heavy. Yes. And one must not look down. Yes. Remember she said how heavy it was? So um she does have a history of giving a tiara to the women who marry into the royal family. Okay. So that the tiara becomes tied to that one woman in her lifetime. I love it. So um what were the names of them? The Lotus The Lotus the Flower, Cartier. the Strathmore Rose, the Cambridge Lovers Knot. I think she's gonna get that. Maybe. So I just think of it. Can you imagine what she's going through right now? Apparently, Meghan and Queen Elizabeth are thickest thieves planning this. Because the the queen really wants to be involved. Well, and everything has to be approved by her anyway. Right, so why not just sit in the same room and hash it out? Yes, but I guess the one thing that's causing, if this London sun is to be believed... Is it the cake? No. (laughs) It's not the fruitcake. It is. Anyone who used to follow Meghan Markle on Instagram knows she's obsessed with pink peonies. Oh, the queen doesn't want pink peonies. The queen's bouquet when she got married oh, back in the 50s or whenever it was. I feel like that's wrong. Times Orchids, have changed. Myrtle. Myrtle? Myrtle. A sprig of myrtle. And um, and she likes lilies and roses and Cam- uh, Camilla and ivy. And anyway, I the queen may not think that peonies are royal enough. Right, because the that commoner, it's a commoner can have those. because they're everywhere. they're everywhere. They grow everywhere. They do. They do. They, maybe she, she maybe she should have that one flower that blooms once a year at the zoo. No, that's the stinky one. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That'll be something the to watch or for. Whatever. Yeah. All right. To see if there's any peonies. Because or, flowers we learned from our uh, insider, our royal insider, are going to be prevalent. Oh, yes, very much so. The woman who told us nothing about what's happening at the royal wedding. Oh, yeah, Katie Nichols. Who got a special. But flowers will be prominent at their wedding as opposed to anybody else's weddings in the world. Uh, Megan will have a new um, rule in place, a a diet, an eating, dining out rule. She can't eat shellfish. Yes, um, a weird rule prevents the queen and other royals from eating shellfish and rare steak when dining out. At any place other out. than that is not palace. palace. Mm-hmm. Why? Because food poisoning. Yep. And also they're avoid, they can't have any tap water. It always must be bottled. bottled. Because apparently the queen follows it to a T. So does Charles. So does Prince Philip. Don't know about Harry and William. I would think that they would. Absolutely. Anytime they travel or whatever. But yeah, how about that? No shellfish for you. Oh, I, we knew no that. No rare steak yeah. for you. And well, that's okay on the steak. I wouldn't yeah. be bummed, but I would miss my crab and my um, mm-hmm. shrimp and scallops and all that By stuff. By the way, uh, the Cambridge Lover's Knot, last December, Kate wore that at oh, an official event. She's not wearing that then. Then it's not. Yeah. All nope. right, so yeah. we've got to The queen go is going to dig out a tiara that Kate hasn't worn. Okay. It's from Henry VIII. Yeah, it's going to be some <laughs> other one, or I think she's going to give her a tiara at another time to wear, and she's going to wear that Spencer Tiara, which oh. is really fantastic. We saw it in person, and right. it was more dazzling than anything because it's really three different tiaras that have been put together. We have a lot of exciting photo ops because uh, Catherine has to have her baby, Kate has to have her baby, 
which has got to yes. be any day now. Yeah. And then we've got the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a big... It's less than two months big away. Big hoo-ha at Kensington Palace. Crisis management happening on this Good Friday. Tell me. Because Pippa Middleton's father-in-law... Okay. ...has been okay? charged with rape of a minor in France. Oh, dear. He is 73 years old. He is the father of James Matthews, who is married to the Pippa. terribly rich yeah. James Matthews? Terribly rich, and oh, he, no. yeah, it's uh, it's alleged to have carried out this attack between ninety eight and ninety nine while on holiday in France. A relative is said to have reported him to the police. Oh no! And of course, uh, uh, this guy, the father in law. His big money is he's like a self-made man, rags to riches. Uh-huh. But when he retired, he bought the Eden Rock Hotel in St. Bart's. But um, his son, one of his sons died when he was 22, climbing Mount Everest. There's been <gasps> lots of tragic things. But oh, now no. this, he, he's wanted in France. Oh, no. So there's, there's crisis Jeez. management meetings happening at Buckingham and oh, or Kensington no. Palace. Kate is furious with Pippa. Absolutely. Like, of Couldn't all the men. you picked another one? Right. Even though he was the terribly rich David. <laughs> yeah, or whatever his terribly name Terribly rich. James yeah. Matthews. James Matthews. All right, listen, we'll be back. Oh, Donnie's making us play Shazam. Who will win?